0: Hello. I am so glad you're here joining me today. I have a very special guest. Um, Karen Neola is here, the owner and um, founder of My Perfect Pet, um, which is a human grade food. And we are so excited to have you here today because I really want everyone to know how amazing this food is and how it stacks up uh, maybe, uh, you know, against some of the items that are out there on the market now. So, Welcome, Karen. I'm so glad you could join me today.
1: Hey, thank you, Tammy. As you know, there is nothing I enjoy more than talking about pet health and
0: nutrition. So very excited to have this opportunity. Absolutely. This will be great. So I know that whenever you started your company, um, unfortunately, you had just gone through a personal tragedy. And I wanted to maybe have you share a little bit about your story, how you decided to open up my perfect pet and get that, get that off the ground.
1: Well, you are correct. Uh, It did start with a tragedy. And sadly, my personal tragedy is one that is shared by tens of thousands of other pet parents who have lost their pets or had pets with health issues that were a direct result of the, the foods that they were feeding. You know, we all trust pet food companies with our pets lives and their health. And when, when Hunter, my lab, died January 3rd of 2007, I was devastated. But when I learned that it was the food that I had been feeding him, when they all got recalled in March of 2007, I was furious. I felt betrayed. I felt angry. Mm-hmm. And I vowed never to purchase commercial pet food again. And I never have. Um, but, I, you know, I, I didn't trust anybody. My trust had been so violated. And my background is in research and development. And so I turned all energies into researching pet health and nutrition because if I was going to make it for my own kids, it had to be perfect. And now you know how we got the name, perfect pet. Yes. But I wanted the standards to be the same for their food as for my own food. I feel like, okay, if it's if it's safe enough for me, I'm going to call it safe enough for them. Equal quality, equal safety. And that included gently cooking their baking the meats to minimum temperatures required by FDA for human food safety. Um, And that was significant because remember in 2007, the category cooked, frozen, or gently cooked, it didn't exist yet. The only options that we had uh, for fresh food was raw, or we had the highly processed food that was dry and canned. And since my dogs were both therapy dogs, my other dogs, I. I know that many facilities discourage the reading of raw diets, nothing to do with the health of the pet, but, you know, you can train the dog not to lick the person. You can't train the person not to try to kiss the dog. So there's this concern about having the dogs eating raw meat and then, you know, nuzzling up and coming into really close contact with a person who might have a compromised immune system. Uh, And I was also vegetarian at the time, and I wasn't really all that comfortable with having raw meat in my own refrigerator. Again, not pointing to any risk to the dogs, but I wasn't comfortable with it myself. So I used that human food safety standard, which said I fully cook all the meats, but I can leave the vegetables raw. So it was kind of the benefit of, you know, the best of both worlds, safety of cooked meats, all the advantages of raw food. And that that is how I formed the first product again using those same human food standards. And, um, you know, you hear me refer to them as my kids. You know, I've never had animals. I've always had kids. When I was seven, my parents nicknamed me Karen's Reject Animal Farm because if anything needed a home, I brought it home. And if my parents said no, I tried to hide it in my room, which usually I didn't get away with, (laughs) but I tried. So My Perfect Pet has just become a natural extension of my love for animals and subsequently my passion for Nutrition and health, because healthier food now, a healthier diet, it leads to a longer and healthier life. And and for me, that's what it's all about. So the bottom line is, my perfect pet didn't start with a business model or a business plan. I mean, I actually tried for two years not to start a business. Starting a business was nowhere on my bucket list. But by 2009, <laughs> I realized that like it or not, I had a national. Pet food company, a national business, growing, and so in 2009 uh, we began distributing nationally as a commercial pet food product. So, kind of accidentally, I ended up being a part of an industry that, at the time, I actually despised because of what had happened to my own dog. But, um, but, but my mission remains the same. You know, it's never changed: improving pet health through education and nutrition. With education first, because if people knew how to make healthier choices, we would have healthier pets. And that ultimately has remained my mission to help to educate, uh, educate people not only on what is going on in the pet food industry, but how to make healthier choices. Whether or not you end up buying My Perfect Pet, make healthier choices, and we will end up with healthier pets and enjoy a longer life with them.
0: Absolutely, and you know what? You and I share a similar story on why we both started our businesses because I lost two cats, unfortunately, to the 2007 pet food recall, and I know how devastated I was. And just like you said, betrayed, angry, all of that. So, um, so yeah, it 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 propelled me to do similar things and be super super picky about everything I carry in my store, you know, at Bark Avenue. So I love that you had the passion and the drive to start the company because so many pets are healthier because of it. I'm just hate that you had to go through such a tragic loss. So that's unfortunate for sure.
1: Well, it sounds like both of us took that tragedy and turned it into a passion to try to help others, other pets and other pet families because they are an extension of the family. And we're devastated when something happens to them. And especially when it's something that we later find out we could have avoided. I mean, to me, the rubbing salt in the okay. wound was finding out that food that I had, that I had been feeding him food that I watched him love to eat. You know, I used to say, Oh boy, if think it make his tongue move any faster. He, you know, he'd be able to eat more. So finding out that, mm-hmm. that I had a choice and that I hadn't been aware of it. That is why I have the passion for the education and you've carried our products, you know, way before the gently cooked was even cool. So Thank you. And Mm -hmm. yes, we both, we both share that we've seen the results and we know how important those
0: diet choices are. For sure. Yes. So one thing I wanted to mention is that you started in San Diego and now you're just like an hour and a half from Bark Avenue in Colleyville. So, so why the shift?
1: Uh, Well, in 2007, I certainly had no plan to expand beyond my local area you know, San Diego has the best climate on the entire planet, uh, which I cannot say about Northeast Texas, (laughs) Um, but my, my first commercial facility was 2,200 square feet. And I said, okay, this is all the bigger I need to get. And then I outgrew that very quickly and expanded to 4,000 square feet. And then to 12,000 each time saying, well, this is all the bigger that I want to get, because again, I really wasn't driven to try to start a giant business, but San Diego, while it has the best climate on the planet, is not known for being a low cost of living area. And I realized that if I was going to make this business successful, I couldn't afford to keep building out a new facility every couple of years. And uh, I I made the agonizing decision to say, you know what, I need to go someplace where I can afford to expand, uh, even though it didn't have a beautiful beach, maybe and perfect climate year round. But we we did end up in Texas, and we're on six acres with our first 20,000-square-foot facility, so plenty of room to grow. Wow, what a yeah, change. Yeah, That's never amazing. say never. So I, I'm no longer saying I'm never going to need more than this, but we certainly have a lot of room for expansion. And we're surrounded – I mean, we're in Texas. We're surrounded by thousands of acres of you know, grass-fed animals. So it, it seemed like a, a perfect place for us to be be in an area with a really good food source of the of the fresh, natural, grass-fed meats and and foods that we were using, and also have have room to grow.
0: That's a, that's amazing. Well, welcome to Texas. And unfortunately, we just came off of a week of uh, <laughs> snow and ice, and I know that that was a little bit tragic for you, but we all survived, fortunately. So. Yeah, they told me that you don't
1: really have winter here, and I don't know that I buy that story. But, you know, I guess when you're in frozen food, cold weather is
0: okay. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, So talk a little bit about your ingredients. I know one of the things you and I have talked about at length is how fussy you are with the products that enter in your facility. And if they don't meet your standards, you're sending them back. So tell me a little bit about... um, some of of the ingredients in your food and why they're different from maybe some of the others out there.
1: Uh, Well, yes, I can tell you that we are, we continue to be accused of being pickier than any restaurant or grocery store. And I just smile. That actually makes me quite happy to hear that. But we use only ingredients that are inspected and certified by USDA for human food consumption. Uh, There are no feed grade ingredients ever. We don't even allow them into the facility. I know that there are an increasing number of companies claiming human grade. Um, By the way, human grade is a term that's used only in the pet food industry. We don't go, we never go into a restaurant and ask, are these all human grade ingredients? You don't go to the grocery store and say, excuse me, is this human grade meat or is this human grade vegetable? It is only used in the pet food industry. And. Even the word pet food, I get on my little soapbox here, but even the term pet food is misleading because most pet foods contain feed ingredients, which by definition really makes them pet feed, not pet food. But um, since they're allowed to call it pet food, it does confuse people because we say human grade ingredients, human consumable ingredients in a human grade or human consumable product. We use only those ingredients we produce them under standards and conditions uh, exactly as human food is manufactured. So that's, that quality distinction is huge. Even though it's called pet food, the distinction between feed and food, uh, you, very few people understand how significant that difference is. When it comes to the meats and the proteins, we only use boneless, skinless muscle meats, lean cuts, same ones that people buy. In the grocery store, same ones that they order in the restaurant. Well, maybe not if you order, you know, filet mignon every day, but uh, the same quality, the same standards. We only purchase U.S. US sourced, um, well, all USA, U.S.A. sourced ingredients except for uh, lamb, which may come from New Zealand and Australia, and coconut oil from the Philippines. Even our, even our supplements are U.S.A. sourced. Some of these, by the way, cost up to 100 times what the made-in-China versions are, but we pay that cost because we want to know that, number one, they're produced in the U.S. and that we know exactly what those quality standards are and we know under what conditions they've been produced here. I didn't mention previously, but we even have our own lab in our facility, so we do all of our own supplements mixing in-house, in our own facility. So even that gives us 100% quality control over every aspect of every part of the manufacturing. So while you talk specifically about ingredients, it's all about the quality of the ingredients and the quality of how you process those. And those two together produce the quality of the overall product.
0: Well, and I know at one point you were saying that um, a lot of your employees will actually eat you know, the, the foods that come through your facility. So, I mean, that speaks to the quality as well.
1: Well, one of our company perks is that employees can purchase our ingredients at cost for their own personal use. So yes, they know that when they're buying the meats or they're buying the, the vegetables, whatever, the quality is usually better than what they can find on the shelf at the grocery store. Um, some of them, Some of them have, I think jokingly, said that we kind of ruined Thanksgiving for them because they smell baked turkey so often that it's no longer really a big deal for them at Thanksgiving. It's like, yeah, we smell it every week at My Perfect pet. But we know that, <laughs> that they appreciate that. And we hear from, from people coming by the facility. I'm like, oh man, you have the best smells coming from your operation. And very few people say that about pet food companies. As a rule, when a pet food company moves into an area, people are not excited about what they're going to be smelling coming out of that facility. Exactly. But at my perfect pet, he was like, is that Turkey? Oh, is that, you know? So yes, they do smell the food and quite often we allow the employees uh, when we have plenty of ingredients on hand, we let them make employee lunches out of those ingredients because again, we know the quality is good. And I will venture a guess that most pet food companies don't, um, don't offer their employees the opportunity to bring home those pet food ingredients or to enjoy them for lunch with the same rave reviews that my perfect pet gets.
0: Right. That's, that's amazing. And I know that one of my um, distributor reps, she went and toured your facility and she was amazed at the quality of the ingredients. She just kept going on about my goodness, that I mean, it looked so fresh. Everything was so fresh. And I think so many times we're used to seeing, you know, the pet food industry a lot of times uses those maybe rotten vegetables and, you know, just meats that maybe are on the, on the verge of going bad. You know, just heard so much about that. And, and your facility, I mean, literally is clean, fresh, something that, you know, all of us would put on our, our plate at, at dinner time. Well, I
1: I am a clean freak and a control freak. I I will admit that. So yes, our facility is is pristine. Uh, people come to that and they are like, wow, your your place is amazing for manufacturing pet food. But that is the standard at which we operate, and it it does it maybe doesn't make a difference to the pets. I mean, you know that it is after all pets they eat stuff off of the floor. But at my perfect pet, everything that goes into that product is safe enough so that you want to take a bite or your child wants to, we know that, that it passes those same standards. And it was, it was funny, uh, you know, when you're, <laughs> when the rep was out at my perfect pet, they were bringing out a bunch of fresh broccoli to go into one of our blends that has broccoli. And at the time I thought, Oh dear, we're all about the meat and, you know, here come all these, you know, trays full of broccoli. And she talked about that, that broccoli for, I don't know, weeks at least. She probably mentioned it to you. Yes. Blown away. She did.
0: (laughs) So you never know what's going to make Yeah, She was just amazed at how great it looked, you know, how fresh it was and, you know, all of that. So, yeah. So one of the things that, um, that, you know, is obvious here is that, you know, when you have a frozen food, there is a little bit of a step involved, you know, you do have to thaw it um, It's not as simple as just grabbing a scoop and throwing it in the pet's bowl. So why is it so important for pets to have fresh food over some of those drier options?
1: Well, the advantage of the the fresh food, I mean, there are amazing advantages of fresh over the highly processed food. Pets are no different from us. If we eat rations, we eat dried food every meal, every day. We know that we're not going to be as healthy as if we eat our fresh whole foods, we get fresh natural nutrients. Uh, same thing applies to the pets. Uh, of course, frozen food is not going to be quite as convenient as being able to just take a scoop off the shelf that that can sit there for weeks or months. But we also know that any product that claims to be made with real meat either has to be highly processed or preserved usually both or it will spoil sitting on the shelf and so freezing allows that the maximum amount of the nutrients to be preserved without adding preservatives you know we we do not add any type of preservative to any product and we try to use minimal processing to pervert, preserve the natural state of those foods so freezing is the best way to prevent spoilage without processing and without the use of any preservatives. Um, you know, if you think of your own meat, you you know, if you eat meat, then once you finish your meal, if you don't finish all of it, you can put it in the refrigerator for a few days, but ultimately it will spoil unless you put it in the freezer. We don't have enough time to get fresh food, truly fresh food out through, through distribution and into the retailers in time for people to be able to buy it and feed it to their pets without any spoilage. So freezing gives us that next best option to say, Hey, we're preserving those nutrients, but still putting it in a convenient enough packet that we, we do make it convenient for thawing and serving because we put our food in individual food bars. It's very easy to store, easy to thaw and easy to feed. No guesswork on the feeding, uh, you know, portion control food bars, one bar per day for every 20 pounds of the dog's ideal weight, not what they do weigh, not what they'd like to weigh, what they should weigh. And same thing for cats, one food bar for every 10 pounds of the cat's ideal weight. So it takes all the guesswork out of the feeding, makes it very simple. Keep those food bars in the freezer for as long as you need to, take them out, thaw them, um, and and then feed. We always recommend thawing because the dogs and the cats, they love our food so much. Sometimes they try to swallow it whole or swallow big chunks. And of course, you don't want them choking on any of those frozen chunks. So we always recommend thawing to the point of making it soft prior to serving. But otherwise, I mean, it's, you do have to keep it frozen for long periods of time, but it doesn't get much simpler than that for, for the thawing and the serving.
0: Awesome. And, and yes, I mean, and that's one of the things that people love is that, you know, their dogs love it. Um, You know, when someone comes in and their dog just won't eat um, that's one of my go-tos, I'm like, well, then you need this. And one of the things that I love about it is that, you know, I always tell them it's like you home cooked a meal, but it's complete and balanced. It has all the things that you may not have added in to make it complete and balance. So you can feed it long-term and the dog's, you know, going to do great on it. And that leads me to my next question is what are some of the benefits that you find, um, that you hear a lot from those that have switched their pets over to my perfect pet? There
1: are, how much time do we have? <laughs> just <kidding>. uh, there <laughs> are many common health issues that are directly attributed to diet and therefore, therefore many common health issues that can be resolved through dietary change, and there's a long list here. Um, and some of those health issues have become so common that pet owners just accept them. Well, if you have a dog, they're going to have they're going to have allergies, they're going to have this, they're going to have that, they're going to have all of these these issues, and they don't realize how much of that could be resolved through improvement in the diet. Um, one of the first changes that we usually see is is in the poop and sorry there's no delicate way to talk about poop but one of our nicknames is my perfect poop and you know <laughs> if you have better food coming in you're going to have less waste coming out and that usually also is accompanied by a uh, less odorous gas that comes out so if the digestive tract is is struggling less with processing you're going to have less waste coming out and it's not going to be as offensive when it comes out pet owners often say uh, I think my dog or my cat is constipated. They're not pooping as much as they used to. And it's like, yes, that's true because they're actually absorbing all of those nutrients and there's less waste. Uh, I haven't figured out, again, a, a good way to market poop. But when people <laughs> people look at what they pay, they go, oh, fresh food costs more. Well, have you factored in the cost, the dollars per pound that you're paying for that poop that you know you're wasting in the backyard? And if you need fertilizer, great. But otherwise- you know, how much are you paying per pound for the food? And how much are you paying per per pound for the waste? And you put those two together, most of the time you'll find out there, your cost per day is not as significant as you think for a huge improvement in a variety of health issues. I mean, fresher breath is another common one. They don't have all that, you know, low quality food lodged in the teeth and the gums. So the breath is, is almost immediately fresher. Uh, you know, one of the most brilliant marketing claims I think out there is that dry, crunchy food helps clean their teeth. And that doesn't help clean their teeth any more than it helps us. You know, we don't eat something dry and crunchy before we go to sleep at night so that we don't have to brush our teeth. We know that doesn't mm-hmm. work. So, uh, you know, when you get that that dry food that's that's lodged in the teeth and the gums, it sits there and it feeds bacteria that feeds the growth of plaque and tartar. So, the more you can get food that doesn't get wedged in the teeth and gum, that's more digestible, that moves out of the mouth more quickly, you end up with fresher breath and healthier teeth and gums. Uh, so fresher breath, uh, less itching and scratching, less tearing and staining, more energy. Uh, for cats, we have fewer hairballs. I mean, Again, I can go on and on. You mentioned the picky and the finicky eaters. We never lose uh, you know, a picky eater contest. So we don't have to worry about adding flavors. We already have food that, that they love. So whether you add it to other food more as a topper or a mixer, or whether you feed it exclusively, uh, there's just, you know, the more fresh you can feed, the better. Any fresh is better Mm -hmm. than no fresh. So we encourage people to add as much
0: fresh whole food to the diet as possible. You'll see the results. Absolutely. I am. I am 100 percent behind that. It's uh, it's amazing whenever you do. Um, So one of the things, too, that is interesting is you were with a first company to offer the gently cooked variety into um, like independent stores like mine uh, back in 2009. And within the last couple of years, there have been so many. Um, companies that have popped up with similar products. So what is it that stands out about My Perfect Pet compared to those others?
1: Well, first of all, I would say it's about time that we saw more uh, products in the category. You know, I started this over 14 years ago. And for 12 years, I wondered why nobody else is doing it. Uh, Because, as you know, when you're the only person doing it, you're an anomaly. And you've carried My Perfect Pet for years. But... A lot of retailers would say, "Well, if it's so good, why is nobody else doing it?" And I would say, "I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> I think it's the best, <laughs> the best quality product you can you can find." Uh, but now it's considered the fastest growing category in pet food, and the more healthy options we have, the happier I am because, again, it doesn't have to only be our food. But if people make healthier food choices, we will have healthier pets. But unfortunately just like in all the other categories, there are a lot of shortcuts being made. Uh, I know more than I wish I did sometimes about this industry that we're in, but it it leaves pet parents once again, trying to figure out what's the best, how do they make the choices? Because they're bombarded with so many claims. And some of those claims I think ought to be flat out criminal uh, with what companies get away with. But it, it it's just, it's so important that pet owners, pet parents, um, understand the product. They research the product, research every ingredient, and research the company who stands behind it. Uh, People people often assume that because of all the restrictions we have with labeling, that all all products are created equal. But that is not the case. We're the only company, or have been at least, the only company claiming to be made in our own facility exclusively for manufacturing our products at human food standards. Again, most people don't understand the disparity between food and feed, but it's huge. Um, Integrity has always been one of My Perfect Pet's core values. I mean, our top core value, integrity of our company, integrity of our products. And I consider that part of my own personal integrity. And I don't value anything above my own Integrity. I've been known to say that I will walk away before I would make any compromise in pet health or pet safety. But that is not the case with with other companies. Um, a lot of these other companies are—I'm not going to mention any names here—but a lot of them are are started and basically funded by venture capitalists who are not known to make decisions based on health or based on education they're looking at bottom line dollars. So if people look at these companies, uh, who's backing them and what are the other products in their portfolio? And if their portfolio includes lower end, lower cost, lower quality products, to me, you can bet that they're looking at every possible way to take cost out of that product. And while we all need to take as much cost as possible out of the product, I, I will not compromise in the overall quality or integrity of the product and again, I know far too many people who are who are taking those shortcuts, and um, I I just wish that there was a, a way to demand more truth in labeling in pet in the pet food industry. That is one of my missions, um, you know, to improve truth in labeling so that pet parents really know what they're getting. Um, you know, nutrition nutrition should not come at the expense of Profit. Um, it's it's so mm-hmm. important. You're never going to get lower. You know, you're paying more. Let's put it this way: paying more doesn't mean you get the highest quality, but you can never get the highest quality at the lower price. Uh, some of these companies mm-hmm. advertise free shipping. Well, there's no free anything. Uh, so if it's coming out of the shipping, or it's coming out of the promotions, or it's coming out of the discounts, you, you, by definition, you know that they're having to make quality, shortcuts in the quality of the product. So. You know, I can I can rename a lot of the advantages, you know, the the taste, we get the picky eaters, the convenience, uh, the products, you know, the quality and the safety. I don't know if I really answered your question there, but I just I would encourage people to understand every ingredient, understand the processing, and understand the company behind the products and make sure that 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 integrity is reflected in everything that they do and everything that they say because. I, I tell people, don't even trust me. Do your homework. There is there is so much corruption in this industry that people really need to understand what it is that they're what it is that they're buying and what it is that they're trusting their
0: pets' health to. Most definitely, that is so is so well stated. Um, and and you're right, people don't know. They don't know. They they trust um, these companies and the beautiful bag and what's in it and you know all of that. They have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. And um absolutely uh, uh, people, uh, you know, need to do their due diligence and, you know, do some little investigating. And um, and that's part of why I've carried your product for so long, because I do know your level of integrity with um, it, you know, with with the products that you carry, with how you do business, all of that. And it always is in the best interest of the pets. And so yeah, I mean that's amazing. Um one of the things too that's interesting is you have a a lot of variety of proteins and um in your you know for your foods and there are certain um you have a couple of formulas that are for kind of some of those health concerns or health issues that sometimes pop up. Can you talk a little bit about the the product lineup that you have
1: sure uh we currently have um 12 blends for dogs and three blends for cats and a total of six protein options with heads up, there's a seventh one coming soon. Um, But we, we, number one, we only use ingredients that have decades of proven history. So while there are a lot of fat ingredients or novelty ingredients, we really limit ours to ingredients that we know have decades of proven results so that we're not we're not experimenting on, on anyone, anybody's pets. We have, most of the blends are, are 100% complete and balanced. And while those are often used interchangeably, they really are different. The Complete refers to does it, does it have all of the nutrients, the essential nutrients that need to be in a diet for long-term health? And balance refers to the ratios of those are they are they in the right balances between you know some of the minerals you know the protein, the fat, the calcium, the phosphorus, the fatty acids, et cetera. So we try to include a lot of options just so uh anyone with an allergy situation, well, they can choose you know different types of proteins, they can choose products with whole grains, products that are grain free, you know to make sure they have a variety of healthy options. We also formulate some blends for Pets with specific health issues, um, health issues such as diabetes or compromised kidney function, and of course we we don't make any claims about what we treat or, or address or or any of that. We leave those up to that up to the veterinarians. But for example, with diabetes, most veterinarians will recommend a diet that is really restricted carb or very low calculated glycemic load. And we do offer four potato-free, grain-free, very low-carb, low-glycemic-load blends. All of our blends are are considered low-carb, so we don't have any that aren't low-carb, but these are really restricted when you really want to get that carb level uh, down to a minimum. And we have two blends for dogs and one blend for cats that are lower in phosphorus. So often, most of the time, When um, there's compromised kidney function, the veterinarians recommend lowering the phosphorus level in those foods. Foods that are made with meals or ground bones, the only way to lower that phosphorus is to lower the overall protein. But because we use only boneless, skinless muscle meats that are naturally lower in phosphorus, we can keep that protein level up where it's recommended to maintain muscle mass and energy but simply lower that phosphorus level. So the low phosphorus blends are the only ones that we don't claim to be 100% complete. They're balanced, but they are not complete because as the name suggests, they're lower in phosphorus. So that gives, that gives pet parents an opportunity to, to offer fresh whole food diets to pets that might have special dietary needs. Often, often when these diets are recommended, They haven't even looked at the ingredients. And when they do look at the ingredients, they go like, oh my goodness, that doesn't sound very good. Or they take it home and their pet doesn't want to eat it. And in which case, in order to get their pet to eat this, you know, prescribed blend, prescribed food, they are adding something else to get the pet to eat it. Well, adding something else might be undermining what the vet is trying to achieve with a profile. So we offer comparisons of these blends to some of those those more popular, um, you know, prescribed blends to say, well, again, not making recommendations, but saying, here's our ingredients. Here's their ingredients. Here's our profile. There's their profile so that they can compare apples to apples. They can review it with their veterinarian and make sure that if they are feeding our food, they see how it compares to these other foods, again, whether they mix it or whether they feed it exclusively. So lots of examples about why why we offer the variety um, and also to make sure that people who are dealing with specific health issues can know exactly what they're feeding in and how it compares to what their veterinarian might be recommending.
0: Definitely. Well, I know we've, we've had, um, quite a few dogs that have had compromised kidneys and also diabetic dogs that, um, you know, have been able to stabilize some of their numbers um much better um by eating my perfect pet. So again, no claims that it's you know uh, you know curing anything but it really is you know when you think about food it is medicine and if we can if we can you know kind of shift our thinking that um you know we need to rely on our food to really nourish our body and and heal our body. And so um, the way that that is designed has been so helpful for so many pets.
1: Yes, food, food and nutrition matter. Uh, you know, that old saying, you are what you eat, but there's a lot of truth to that. And the more that you can feed healthy food and help to promote a healthier immune system, you by, by definition will have a, a healthier and hopefully longer life. I often use Smoking as an example, you know, not smoking does not guarantee that you're never going to get lung cancer. But if you smoke over the course of years, you know, you're going to end up with a variety of health issues. And so being able to make those healthier choices now, you know, kind of pay now, pay later. If you make healthier choices now, you will not end up hopefully with some of those health issues over time that we do then attribute to Poor diets, and uh, we do our best to encourage people not only to think about their own diet because what we eat matters to us,
0: but apply that to their pets because it matters to them as well. Absolutely, most definitely. Um, and and speaking of um, kind of paying it up front or paying it at the end, um, how does My Perfect Pet? How would you say it compares in price to some other products?
1: Our pricing is comparable to higher end you know the high-end can, canned food and two other raw or gently cooked products um, again you're never going to find the lowest price and the highest quality those two don't coexist but we encourage um, people when they're considering the the cost of the food we know that that you are going to pay more for fresher healthier food than you're going to pay for the the lower end products that that sit on the shelf and are made made with the lower quality ingredients and so we encourage them to look at the cost per day not just the cost per pound but the cost per day to feed uh, we do know that some some companies are coming out saying well we're lower look at our price it's lower per pound yes but their feeding amount sometimes can be 50 even 100% more because the dog has to consume more of those products to get the same uh, density of nutrients so look at the cost per day to feed uh, look at how much is waste look at the cost of addressing health issues you know currently and over time there's there's a lot that needs to be factored into that but you know comparing the cost of health issues over time it's not very straightforward but it can be re- very relevant to a pet parent who is dealing with those health issues and the only way to to see that personally, to see that yourself, is to try the diet and see what the improvement is. So uh, again, very comparable to higher end products out there. And if it if it doesn't meet a budget, you know, not every budget uh, right now can afford to go 100 percent fresh. But anybody can afford to go some fresh. And remember, any fresh is better than no fresh. So instead of instead of buying toppers or you know, like basically flavor packs, why not add some fresh whole food to the diet? Um, You know, any fresh is better than no fresh. Even a half a bar a day, when you mix it in, it gets with some, you know, say dry food, it gives them some real meat, which is naturally rich in taurine, gives them more fuel for energy, gets them some of the benefits of fresh whole food and really doesn't cost a lot more than some of those canned foods or some of the toppers that we're trying to mix. And I, I'm not trying to, of course, bash any other product that you carry in the store, but to me for the same, for the same price, I would rather feed the fresh whole food and know that I'm getting the maximum amount of nutrition in there. So that's what we encourage people to look at the overall cost, not just compare the price per pound, because it is not apples to apples when you're comparing
0: products that are out there. It's true. And it, you know, I liken it to, you know, feeding your family, you know, You look at, um, you know, when you feed dry food solely day in and day out, you know, it's almost like having a breakfast bar every day where it has, you know, all the nutrients that you need, but you're, you're not really going to thrive on that. You know, you're going to be able to, you know, function and everything and the same with our dogs. And then when you shift it to, you know, feeding your family whole food ingredients, all of a sudden everyone feels better. They're not getting those blood sugar spikes. You know, it just, it, it's all about, you know, knowing that just because a dog says dog food on it or pet food on it um, doesn't necessarily mean it's the best for that pet. So, um, so yeah, fresh food is maybe gonna cost a little bit more, but it's also gonna, you know, it, it's, it has so many health benefits as well. So Karen, as we are closing up our call today, I was going to see if there's anything else that you are wanting to share with my listeners um, regarding the company, um, the food, anything um, that you would want to make sure that people leave with today.
1: Well, again, I would just encourage people to really do their homework and understand understand what is really in the products that they're buying. Often, I, I ask people, I said, do you know what every single ingredient is? And they're used to looking at the top 10 and they don't look on through the list to see what the other ingredients are. They often don't even know what what they are. So from my perspective, if you look at a product and you see synthetic amino acids, that tells you right there that they're adding those because the dog's system or the cat's system is not necessarily going to be able to get all of those amino acids in the food. Now those amino acids are naturally present in fresh whole food, in real meat. So some of the easy ways to tell is, are they adding synthetics where if they really have, if meat is really the number one ingredient, probably they don't need to have all of these other synthetic substances adding. So number one, I would just encourage people always know what every single ingredient is in your pet food. And like I said before, study the company, know know what they stand behind and know the integrity and, you know, take care of those pets. Who doesn't want their pet to live longer and be healthier? And the only way we can do that is to make those healthy choices. They, you know, I can cheat on my diet every day, but my, my dogs, my cats, they only have the choices that I make that will dictate their health, how long they are, how active they are, how energetic they are. Sometimes they're a little more energetic than I wish, but you know, that to me is a sign of them being really healthy. Uh, I would encourage people do your homework. And if you have questions, ask, we, we believe in transparency. Um, like our mission statement says, it's all about education, uh, as well as nutrition. And so ask the questions, don't be shy and, and make the healthiest choices that you can, because at the end of the day, that is really what matters you set up that healthy foundation for life or you're going to be dealing with issues down the road and beyond that i guess i would ask you is there anything that you would like to add about my perfect
0: pet since you've you've had us for so long yeah um i would just say again it has been um such a, it, I mean, it's our, it's a staple at our store and it's such a good one, um, for the, the fussy dogs who won't eat for someone who's home cooking their food. And, you know, they, they do either their, their burnout from, from doing it, or they're afraid that maybe they are not, you know, supplying the food with all the proper nutrients, um, since it is balanced and, um, and just those that, you know, sometimes we get the pancreatitis dog or, you know, something like that. And some of the products that you carry are such low fat and, and so healthy. And, you know, it just, we just see dogs do so well on your food. We see dogs that, you know, they, they change to the My Perfect Pet, you know, from especially like a dry food and the pet parents are just amazed. Um, they're like, oh my gosh, number one they're cleaning their bowl. They never clean their bowl, like with enthusiasm. And number two, my gosh, her coat looks so much better. Um, And so, you know, of course, who doesn't want their dog to enjoy their food, you know, so, um, but the health benefits have just been amazing. And what I'll tell you is that, you know, when someone um, has a, a dog that is eating My Perfect Pet, um, you know, they may get six bags at a time, you know, because they just want to make sure that they are not going to run out because it, they, their dog is doing so well on it.
1: Well, that is good to hear. And, you know, you mentioned the home cooker again, but yes, the convenience, I was a home cooker and I have big dogs and it's a labor of love because they want to eat every day, whether I feel like it or not. And so then you try to make big batches of it. And then what, how do you freeze it? How do you thaw it? how do you serve it? It's like, I, I understand. The challenges that they face. So not only is it the convenience factor, but you, most people, really are a little concerned. Even if they add a supplement, well, how do you know you're not over supplementing? How do you know you're adding the right mix? So that offers that peace of mind as well to that home cooker who probably is not going to start buying products in the store again unless it's a product they trust from a company that they trust, and that ties back to the integrity to say, well. Every vet every day sends somebody home to make chicken and rice, and so people say, "Well, I can make chicken and rice," but who knows what they're really doing at home and whether or not it's a nutritionally complete diet? And often people take that rotisserie chicken and dump the whole thing in the in the bowl, and then three days later they're back at the vet with pancreatitis, saying, "Well, that didn't work." So it, it's all right. about that that balance and and really understanding what it is that the dogs and the cats need. And like you said, who doesn't love their Watching their pets go crazy happy, so not only are you giving them this really good food that's good mm-hmm. for them, they love it. And so yeah, yes. it's kind of like the best of both worlds. It kind of makes them a little bit of a monster at mealtime. And I know my dog can tell exactly what time it is. And so if I'm not on time with feeding, I, I, I well, I just have to be, or else she just drives me crazy. Oh. But I love the fact that she <laughs> loves the food so much. And so yeah, she would love to weigh four hundred pounds so she thinks she's about to starve to death and it's like i smell food all day long and i'm about to starve mm-hmm. but i keep her at a perfect <laughs> weight because i know that's the healthiest for her so uh yeah it's 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 fun knowing that you're doing
0: a good thing and watching them enjoy it so much absolutely and the other thing i want to mention is our um we sell so much of it we are actually adding another freezer that is going to be dedicated to your food so we're going to have two freezers um, big freezers that are dedicated to it. So we're really excited about that too.
1: Well, there's a lot of happy pets out there. So that's, that's really good to hear. So th- thank you again for yes. for promoting us and supporting us and for your passion for the, the health of the pets, because not everyone is focused on the health aspect. And so that is, that speaks to my heart when somebody, somebody really cares about the health and the nutrition and Again, my mission is helping people to understand how to make the healthier choices, no matter what you're feeding, even if you're making it yourself, but understand what you're doing and understand the importance because, you know, like you said, eating a processed diet every day and taking a vitamin pill. Well, yeah, you're still going to be getting your vitamins, but you know, you're not going to be as healthy as if you're including fresh whole
0: foods in that diet. So that, that is so important to understand that. Absolutely. Well, thank you again, Karen. And if anybody wants to uh, learn more about My Perfect Cut, you can also look them up on myperfectcut.com. And um, Karen, I'm just so appreciative of you taking this time and telling your story and sharing your passion with my listeners. And Um, we encourage people to come into the store and either get a bag or, you know, many times we'll have samples that we can give out to their dogs as well. So thank you again. It has been such a pleasure um, doing this podcast with you.
1: Well, thank you again. It's always a pleasure. And
0: uh, I'm available anytime. Thank you. All right. Thank you.